Welcome to the Roadie Runback, and I'm your host, Jeff Brown, and we have a great interview for you guys today with Wesley High School wrestling coach, Coach Al Gatchon, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast where we deep dive into our local high school, college, and sports programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rory Runback episode 21 and I have a great interview for you guys today with Wesley High School's uh, wrestling coach, Coach Al Gatchon. Great interview with Coach Gatchon. We talk about how he got into wrestling, how he ended up becoming, got into coaching and took over the program at, at Wesley, his coaching philosophy, how he runs practices, his outlook on the season, uh, what it was like winning coach of the year, just so many things we talk about, just a great interview with uh, Coach Gatchon and just learned, I actually learned some things about wrestling too. Not, I don't know much about wrestling, so it was really cool to uh, speak with him and learn some new things, and it was just it was just a lot of fun. So great interview with uh, Coach Gatchon and love what he's doing over at Westerly and has continued to do and with all the success that he's had. Uh, but before we get into the interview, uh, I just want to address what happened last week. Wasn't able to get a couple episodes. Wasn't able to get the second episode out last week. I apologize. Uh, just some outside factors. Things have been busy outside of the podcast, but I will always be sure to make make it up to you guys. So this week, by making it up to you guys, we're gonna have three episodes. That's right, three episodes. You heard me right, three episodes this week. With today's episode on Monday, we have another episode on Wednesday and an episode on Friday. Just great interviews. Uh, that are coming out if you saw the instagram story um obviously today's episode with coach gatchon wednesday i had coach of women's basketball at bryant university coach mary burke and friday lincoln drew a north providence basketball player great interviews with all everyone that was taking part of the show um so just a lot of fun can't wait to get those episodes out as well too um, but before we also get into the interview, just remember you guys can watch all our interviews on YouTube by searching the Roadie Runback. If uh, and if you go to YouTube, please make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. If you can't make it onto YouTube, feel free to stay here and hit subscribe on any podcast platforms that you're listening to. All right, thank you guys so much, and here is our interview with Coach Gatchel. All right, all right, here we go. On today's podcast, I welcome on a special guest and a good friend. He is a coach of the year and head coach of Wesley Wrestling. Wow. And coach Al Gocha, Al Gatchon. Coach, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Yourself? I'm doing pretty well. Sorry, I struggled with that. I'm like, sound like a kid with a wrestling, wrestling, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. yeah, right. how, are you, uh, how are you holding up during the COVID times? Uh, personally doing pretty good, you know, uh, not a whole lot's changed in my end of it, work style, you know, work-wise, everything's the same, um, family life's good, no question, you know, no problems there, um, obviously waiting to see what's going to go on with the, with the winter season as far as wrestling, um, you know, an email came out, uh, today or yesterday, you know, we're, right now we're a high-risk sport, yeah. so, you know, as far as any off-season kind of contact, it's, you know, it's tough for us to do any off-season training because they consider us high risk. And, um, you know, there's, there's just hasn't been much 
talk as far as from the interscholastic league as far as what's going to go on with the winter sport as of right now so oh that's that's yeah it's i've heard some coaches too like saying the same thing but they're like haven't really heard much i got like a like a vague email from the interscholastic league so far to see what's going to happen but that that's interesting do you think you guys will get pushed back like uh i don't know i mean i'm i'm um I'm one of the, I'm on the executive board committee and, you know, we have a few uh, meetings with that, with the, uh, through the coaches association. And, you know, we've kind of shortened our schedule in case the season does happen and it either starts late or gets cut short. Uh, so, you know, we've downed it to from 19 matches down to 11 matches, mm-hmm. uh, making it just league matches, no mandatory crossovers, but we can still do crossovers if we want to add them into our schedule. So, uh, the amount of matches, uh, tournaments uh, that were allotted by the Interscholastic League, we're still going to keep that amount, but we've just dummied down our schedule and we, we can add things in after if, uh, if need be. But, um, you know, the way things are going, we're not thinking that we're thinking there's not going to be any kind of tournaments, you know, obviously any uh, state, you know, leaving the state of Rhode Island for any tournaments or matches or anybody coming in from other states, you know, that seems to be kind of going to be on the back burner for now until you know, things either subside or clear up. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough situation, but at least you guys are able to work around it, have that 11, you know, drop the matches down to 11 matches and be able to work some something out so the kids at least have some sort of season. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you have these kids that are working year-round, um, you know, whether it's freshman, sophomore. And that's the one great thing about wrestling is, you know, there's plenty of freshmen who have varsity, you know. So uh, there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, underclassmen, freshmen who come in who, have the you know great potential to be a state champion and you know it just puts a kink in you know their career where they could be a four-time state champion this kind of sets them back but um i mean obviously safety's the first and foremost uh, uh thing we want to you know keep in mind and um you know and obviously with wrestling you know it's a close contact sport you know you're sweating on everybody you know, you're bleeding you're sweating you're spitting breathing i mean it's, it's, there's no avoiding it you know and uh you know, keeping a mask on through the course of a six minute match, it just really isn't practical that it's going to happen, you know, and yeah. you're, not, you're not really going to stop matches for masks to come down and yeah. put them back up. So, you know, there's, it's, there's a reason it's a high risk for it. And I mean, um, you know, it's only six minutes, but you know, it's it six is. minutes, very close contact. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And like you said, if you wear, if you have to wear a mask turn, it's like, that's the, you guys are not going to be able to get like a, it's going to take longer than six minutes if you have to keep stopping and fixing the mask and yeah, you have to get like a special mask at that point. That's yeah. Like, it'd be a complete, like a whole hoodie clava mask type style where it yeah. can't come down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be wearing the scuba mask or something. Yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> <that's why. laughs> uh, I want to get into, um, you know, how did you get into the sport of wrestling? So my sophomore year, I went to Charahoe for automotives and a few guys that wrestled on the team had approached me and said, Hey, you know, what do you think about coming out for wrestling? And I didn't know anything about the sport and I never saw it prior to that. I had a cousin who wrestled, uh, you know, I think when I was younger, I may have seen a match or two, you know, but, uh, I said, yeah, sure. So went out for wrestling at Charahoe as a sophomore, um, of course I lived in Westerly. So me getting a ride to and from, you know, was difficult. So I, one of the guys in the team had lived in Westerly. He was giving me a ride back and forth. Well, he ended up quitting the team. And then, you know, that was the end of my wrestling career uh, <laughs> at, at Charho that ended there. I was, you know, about three weeks, maybe on a, on a team. So my junior year, I went back to Westerly high school and Vinnie Cardoza and his brother-in-law, Rob Hamill had came to the high school and looked as uh, wanted to start an intramural program. 
So my junior year, uh, we had an intramural team. Um, probably had about, I would say maybe about 15 kids that came out for the team. Um, I picked up on it kind of quickly because I, I did have somewhat of a foundation from the year prior. Um, my senior year, uh, Vinny ended up getting, uh, Cardoza ended up getting the team into the Interscholastic League. So 1994, which is my senior year, ended up being the first year that Wesley had uh, an Interscholastic League program. Um, so, you know, I wasn't, I was a 500 wrestler, you know, I wasn't anything good or great or, you know, won some matches here and there, but, um, we had, a, you know, uh, we won one match our senior year, we, uh, tied a match. So that was pretty, uh, pretty good for a first year team. Um, after I graduated, I ended up going to work for Vinny and, uh, you know, he said, Hey, he's like, you know, I don't have an assistant coach. Do you want to come and help out? And I said, yeah, sure. And, uh, my first year I was a volunteer assistant coach and, the second year after that, you know, Tucker Taranova said, you know, you're here, we might as well pay you. So he, uh, you know, I became the assistant coach and, you know, I've been coaching ever since. So it's, oh my uh, God. Yeah, yeah, this would be, if, if the season goes on, this will be year 27, you know, so. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What's it, well, now, what's it like when you get into the coaching? What's that, you know, you're at a, it sounds like you're at a young age when you get into coaching, right? We, yes I'll, and then what's that like that transition from being a wrestler into becoming a, a coach for wrestling so you know i like i said my i i didn't have much experience coming into this as far as wrestling so i didn't really have a whole lot to offer the the the, the program outside of just being someone there to assist you know benny and make sure you know i was there to, in the beginning so it was a big learning curve um it was also you know now i went from being a wrestling friends with the guys on the team to now being a coach. So, you know, it's tough, you know, making that transition where it's like, okay, guys, you know, you got to take me serious. Now we got to do this. We got to do that. And of course, you know, the, the drills that we had to do, I mean, I was there just the year before I hated doing them. You know, now I'm making these guys do yeah. these drills. So, uh, you know, they're dizzy and tired beyond belief. So um, it, it was a transition and, you know, it did take a few years for me to kind of, pick up on things. And, um, and, and even as a wrestler, I mean, I got better as a wrestler and as a coach just through experience, you know, just through wrestling on the mat with the, with the guys, um, you know, day in, day out. And, you know, I, I just, I learned a lot from Vinny Cardoza and, um, you know, he actually brought me to the level where I was as a wrestler and as a coach. And, uh, you know, you, you just, as years go on, you just pick up more and more stuff. And, um, you know, as the years transponded on, you know, Rob Cross, Jared Kuhn, you know, we had a bunch of different people that came from different areas and uh, Vinny Cabisco, they all helped out, joined in and, you know, you, you learn things from them and you pick up on things from uh, from that and you add it into your, your your practice and your game plans. That's awesome. And what, when did you actually take over the head coaching position at Westerly? So Vinny's last year as a head coach, I believe was 99. Um Ninety nine or two thousand. Ninety nine, two thousand season was his last year. Um, I put in for the head coaching job, and I didn't get it that year. Uh, Dave Murdoch ended up getting it, um, so I was kind of like on the outside looking in. Um, but I actually ended up going up to Pontiac High School, and I volunteered as an assistant coach up there for the two thousand two thousand one season. And then uh, the year after that, Jared Kuhn ended up. Dave Murdoch left. Jared Kuhn ended up uh, taking over the program. And said, "Hey, why don't you come back and coach with me?" So him and I went back and coached. And then um, 
let's see, I, I don't know if it was a year later or two years later, uh, Jamie Vettolino came in as, a, as the athletic director, um, re, did a re, whole rehiring process. Jared and I kind of flip-flopped positions where he went from head, you know, we were co-coaches, but that's what we, yeah. you know, we can see those co-coaches, never head coach and assistant coach, but on paper, it's what it was. So uh, I, would, I would say it was probably 2001, 2002 season where I was officially the head coach on paper. But uh, like I said, Jared and I co-coached for quite a few years after that. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And what's it like, like, you know, taking over a program and kind of creating your own culture and developing that, like, you know, that mindset, uh, like developing your mind, like coaching philosophy. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, honestly, um, not much really changed because like I said, uh, Jared, um, he wrestled for Vinny and I, Yeah. you know, so everything that I knew came from, from Vinny Cardoza, everything that Jared knew came from me and Vinny Cardoza. So, yeah. you know, what Jared was implementing was the same things that I was implementing. So to take over um, as the head coach, you know, we just continued on with the same game plan and same, you know, uh, same fundamentals, same strategies, same drills, everything remained the same going forward until this, you know, and even till this day, uh, everything's, you know, relatively still the same, you know, um, the moves that we show, the, the practices, you know, although we did downsize the practices um, when Vinny was the head coach, it was seven days a week, four hour practices. Oh my you know? God. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was a part-time job. Yeah. So, yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> you know, when Jared and I took over, you know, we knocked it down to two hour practice, two and a half hour practices in the beginning, you know, then dumbing it down to two hours. Um, you know, we would do six days a week practice, you know, no Sundays, you know, so it, it was a, that was a significant difference. Um, but you know, it, you know, Vinny did get, the guy, he did get results out of what he needed, you know, with the four hour practice. Yeah, that's, that's a long practice. I'm like, God, how'd you guys throw, not throw up all the time in those practices? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I tell you, it was, uh, I mean, we, we did take a lot of water breaks. Um, that was one thing that, you know, um, you know, that we did preach, you know, hydration. Um, but you, you know, being a new squad, new team, you know, you just felt that, you know, to get the results that you needed to catch up to everybody else, you know, we had to put that much more time in, to get to that level of where the rest of the state was. And, um, you know, and the, the results definitely um, showed, you know, with the state champions that we've had and the New England place finishes that we've had. And, uh, you know, the, the, the proof was in the pudding. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's so cool. What was it like working with Jared? Jared has also been on this podcast. So what was it like working with him? Did you guys ever wrestle against each other? Uh, well, we did. Um, I mean, obviously, like I said, he, he came out his freshman year and, um, you know, so I say so he was with me from the beginning. Um, so I, you know, I, I coached him, practiced with him, wrestled with him in practice all the time. He was actually, um, the first freshman state champ that Wesley ever had, uh, at the freshman States. So, uh, you know, he, he, had, he has a little bit of legacy coming through the Wesley program. Um, you know, and we, uh, we practiced together for, for the three years that he was wrestling, he got bumped up a grade. And, um, so he, he kind of lost a season that way, but, um, you know, his senior year, he was uh, third in the state, um, you know, not where he wanted to finish, but you know, it's, uh, you know, things don't always go as planned, but he yeah. kept his, uh, nose to the grind and, you know, ended up making it to, to, uh, New England's, um, you know, and even after that, like I said, once we started coaching together, uh, you know, we, we wrestled around quite a bit, a lot together. I yeah. think, um, I mean, we were believe it or not, at one point in time, we were both the same weight. Uh, and it, I, my senior year and his senior year, we were both 130, 135. 
when we were coaching together, we were both 150, 155, you know, yes. since moved on past that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I kind of stayed around the same. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, once, uh, you know, we used to bang heads uh, going pretty evenly uh, back and forth. And then, um, you know, now that he's got a little bit of size, you know, I'm still quicker. I can get in on him, but yeah, he, uh, he, he crushes me with that mass of his. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, understandable jared's a big guy so yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah um now what's it like because there really wasn't much of a wrestling was there a wrestling program like what's it like to teach like do you have kids that come in you have to teach like the fundamentals like i just remember in western was there a wrestling like fundamental thing coming up or? No, so um we never had uh any youth program or middle school program up until um probably around 98 ish i believe 97 98 ish uh we got a, a youth club program started yeah uh, it took a while for it to take off um i would say probably around 2002 or three we ended up getting a middle school program uh so having that helped us quite a bit where we yeah. were getting kids who were experienced um but whether people whether they're experienced or whether they're brand new you know we start at the very beginning every every year you know day one we're going over the most basic of fundamentals and, um, you know, cause even the seat, most seasoned veteran, while he may, yeah, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. They still have dust to shake off and rust to shake off. And, um, you know, so we start a square one every year, you know, so it doesn't matter if they're coming in new or not, they're going to down to the basics. No, oh, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. And what was that honor like too, in 2010, you won coach of the year. What's that honor like winning the coach of the year for, you know, you've been coaching for a while and, you know, you've achieved that goal. What's, what's that feeling like? Uh, I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty cool, you know, especially seeing the coaches that, you know, uh, that were nominated, uh, Steve Gordon, he's an icon in, you know, in Rhode Island wrestling, you know, he was put up for coach of the year. Um, Mike Knapp, he was put up for coach of the year that year. He was the coach of the uh, Warwick Betts, you know, another icon in, in wrestling. Um, you know, so to be put up there on the same board with their names was, was incredible. Um, you know, but the overall, the, you know, the, the award itself, um, you know, like I, I told the paper back in the day, you know, that was just a product of my, you know, what the team did, their success, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, while it's it's great to get that award and have that accolade, accolade um, you know, they did it. They, they achieved that goal for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, we can, you know, yes, I can teach them this. I can teach them that, but they still have to do it. You know, you can lead a horse to water, can't make them drink. But, you know, so they were, you know, they were the ones pulling that sled the entire time and, uh, and got us there. Um, the nice part about that also was that was our first year in division one. Oh, wow. uh, you know, we had, I had been pushing to move our team up to division one from division two for quite a while. And, um, we, you know, we couldn't get anybody to drop down. Um, you know, so for two years in a row, we won the division two sectionals. We won our division. The third year we do a runner up in division two sectionals, uh, won our division. Um, you know, and then finally got the chance to move up. And, you know, like I said, the squad that we had, um, just, Rose us to that level, won the division, and uh, we actually finished fourth in the state, which was our highest place finish. But to date that year, having and we had uh, three guys, three guys, four guys in the finals that year. Three guys, three guys in the finals that year. So that was the most that we've had for finalists, also. So um, you know, it was, it was quite a, quite an achievement overall, all, all the way around, team wise, coaching wise, um, individual wise. Awesome, and what's it like winning those division titles and? you know, continue to have that successful growth while you've been at Wesley. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you always set out in the beginning of the season to, you know, set your goals. What do you want your goals to be? You know, uh, you know, we want to have, you know, uh, we want to always looking to win a division. You're always looking to have uh, you know, your wrestlers win sectionals. If there are sectionals, they, they've done away with them. They may be coming back this year. Uh, so you have your sectional goals, you have your state goals, um, the overall game plan, you know, we, we train, we practice for states, you know, yeah. everything else that comes is kind of uh, a secondary, you know, um, you know, it's a like, guess would be nice to win the division, but you know, we would rather win states, you know, that's the, that's the big grand scheme of things. Um, you know, and I, and I would tell the wrestlers, you know, as far as us winning a division or winning sectionals or, you know, whatever the goal, our goals are that they need to wrestle for themselves. Yeah. You, you worry about yourself, what you do and what this guy does and what that guy does, that's going to dictate how we do overall. So wrestle for yourself. Don't worry about the team. Don't worry about the uh, team score. Don't worry about this and that. Um, concern yourself on your match and focus on your match. And, you know, those outcomes will dictate where we go. So, uh, you know, in the past few years, you know, we've been very low numbered. So for us to go out and win a division is, you know, it's been rough, you know, where we've been forfeiting 24 points, 30 points a match. Um, those holes are tough to climb out of. You know, yeah. We've climbed out of a few times to win matches. Um, but as far as like, you know, our, having our eyes set on a division, it, it's, that's, uh, it's, make kind of a distant goal for us right now yeah what why do you forfeit uh points i'm not i'm not i don't know much about wrestling so i'm just like, so yeah so we have there's, there's 14 weight classes um now if i don't have somebody at say the lowest weight class 106 if they don't have anybody for the 106 weight class and the other squad does have uh, a wrestler for that position well they'll automatically get six team points for that um if I don't have anybody for the 113 spot and they do, again, we forfeit that spot. So every spot that we don't have a wrestler that the other team does, we give up six points and vice versa. If they don't have somebody and we do, we'll get those six points. Um, so when you're giving up 24 points, 30 points at, you know, six openings in your lineup, uh, that, that kind of makes it tough to come back from. Um, and you also run into where you have guys having such a small squad, a lot of guys just automatically become varsity where they didn't really have to work for that position. So either they don't have to work as hard in practice uh, competing with somebody for that position, or they're just a first year wrestler who doesn't really have a skill set, but they're falling into that spot. Yeah. So, you know, you're taking your lumps, no, they're taking their lumps that way as well. Um, so now you're giving up, you're actually giving up more points uh, down the road. Yes. That's tough. It's a tough situation to. Yeah. It's tough <laughs> when you have any experienced wrestlers falling into that, into that lineup. And it happens often, but it is a great experience for them going forward because they are getting the varsity matches um, you know, so for the following year, I mean, you get better by wrestling better. So yeah. by, even though by taking beatings, um, you know, you see the progress that they're making, whether it's, um, you know, getting pinned in the first period, the first match, you know, three matches later, they're getting pinned in the second period, getting pinned in the third period, then they're losing on points, you know, so they, they may be 0 and 8, but there's progress. They may not see it. And I yeah. tell them, I said, listen, small progress is still progress. Doesn't matter how you define it, you're still improving as you go along. Uh, may not be to the degree that you want, but you know, it, it's, you're, you're progressing in a, in a, in a manner that's, you know, what we're looking for. Yeah. That's, and that's, and that's, I think it's a really good experience. And like you said, like you're going to progress as a freshman, like, you know, as a freshman, you fall into a varsity spot, you might be wrestling someone that's a junior or senior, but you're still getting that experience that, you know, another freshman on another school team that wouldn't be able to get yeah. that experience. They, they're not facing that, same you know that adversity like as like you know they're probably wrestling maybe another freshman why your freshman yeah 
I mean, they, they might be getting JV matches. If they're lucky, they may not be. Yeah. They may go three weeks, four weeks without seeing anything outside of practice. So it's, you know, there's it, pros and cons to it. Um, you know, it doesn't work out too well for the guys who, for the freshmen who come in at like 160, 170, because, you, you know, you're not seeing a whole lot of freshmen after those weight classes. You're catching more juniors and seniors. And now you're not only, are you finding somebody who's more experienced, but somebody who's stronger and, you know, um, but, you know, we usually, you know, I'll go up to the other, other wrestler and I'll be like, hey, listen, like as a first year freshman, don't break them, right? Just go easy on them. You know, and the yeah. sport of wrestling is a very gentleman sport, you know, I was saying, okay, coach, thank you. Yeah, I'll go easy on them. And they do, they'll go out there and work a few moves and then they'll, you know, uh, either pin them or tech them, you know, very easily. And, uh, you know, so we, you know, we look out for, for our, our, uh, our rookies who are out there with, you know, no inclination what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, know? that's good. And you don't want to scam away from the sport either by just absolutely getting demolished. Like, it, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. You want them to come back next year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of them get discouraged to the point where they're like, you know, they come off the mat shaking their head, shaking their head. And, you know, you try to console them as best you can and uh, say, listen, it's stuff that we can work on in the practice room. You know, this guy's got, you know, four years' experience. This guy was a state champion. This guy was an England place finisher. You know, you can't expect to go out and compete on their level with your experience. You know, and uh, in most squads, you wouldn't be out here for varsity. You know, so just um, take it back to the practice room, work on the mistakes you're making, and try to improve upon them. Yeah, that's that's true, and that's that that's very right because you know anything anything's a learning experience, and I feel like it sounds like in that situation, just because you have such a small squad and they're just learning as they go and. You know, by the time they're seniors, they're going to be tough kids to compete against. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, the kids that we that we do bring that you know that are three years or four years uh, experience. Uh, I mean, they come to bang heads, you know, and they um, you, you know they're they're the one they're the kids that you know top in the state, you know, top three, top four, top five, six. You know, they're on the podiums. You know, coaches uh, always you know talk about this. You know, you may not have a a good dual meet squad, but you definitely have kids that you know when we know we have Wesley on the schedule. We I tell my guys. You know, don't take them lightly just because we're they're giving up 24 30 points and forfeits um you know you're, you're going to be in for a match you know so we definitely make sure they're prepared and uh, conditioned um to go out there and wrestle individually and that's usually what the season goals become individual goals you know there's no more team goals um that kind of takes the back burner and it's like all right now you go out there wrestle for yourself when we go to tournaments wrestle for yourself and um you know it's just the outlook we have right now going forward until we can fill those those holes that's awesome. That's that's great. Yeah, and you're you're doing a wonderful job, Al. I love hear positive things from other coaches in Westley and you know past coaches that I always heard. Yeah, yeah you know I've, I've worked with. Uh, you know, one of them being the old basketball coach, Coach Cobbley. He always said, "Oh man, I used to see those guys growing oh. up all the time." Yeah. So he always praised you, though. He always said you did a great job, and was always you always did a hell of a job working with those kids. And then obviously. Uh, your assistant coach is my cousin Albert. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, like, for a couple of years ago, with uh, for the, at the high school level, he was doing the middle school team for a little bit, and uh, yeah. I mean, he you know, obviously he wrestled for me as well, and uh, you know, it's going back some time. He kind of got thrown to the wolves as a freshman. You know, if you talk to him, you know, he, was, he came in at like 189 pounds as a freshman, and uh, you know, one of his first matches was against you know uh, the Butterville State champ. Um, you know. Al goes out there and not knowing what he's getting into, you know, this kid just picks him up over his head and takes him down, ba-boom, ba-boom. And Dan's like, <laughs> what the hell was that? You know, but it was a, it was a eye opener, you know, as uh, to the, you know, welcome to the sport of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's always a good sign too, that you have wrestlers that, you know, always come back to you and want to work with you and stuff like that. I'm going to have to get you and Din on at the same time. So you guys can share some stories. Cause 
Yeah, that's that's the one great thing about the sport. You know, I mean, it's uh, you know, it's a um, you know, those that stick with it. Um, you know, it's a very humbling sport. Um, it's a very um, demanding sport, and you know, the the wrestlers that stick through it, you know, they see what goes into it, and they they want to come back. I mean, it's a it's a love hate sport. You know, you you hate the sport for what you have to put into it, but you love the sport for what you take from it and what you take out of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, so many kids come back after, you know, Hey, can I come, can I come in, you know, to practice and roll around? Can I come help out? And it's like, yeah, you know, I have an open door policy and, you know, we want to get our guys to have more coach on wrestler time. I and mean, the, the more I can, more people I can bring in the practice room to roll around. Um, you know, that means that my, my guys are getting that much more experience, more, much more focus and attention, uh, to the areas of the correction that's great that's awesome that's really that's great that you have that and able to have kids come back and teach lessons that they've learned and pass it on to your 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 wrestlers um al i want to ask too what are your thoughts on the upcoming season i know besides with everything that's going on just um you know if there is a season what's what, what are your what are your thoughts on the upcoming season well um like i mentioned earlier you know like so we've you know we've shortened our season um so, you know, we, we actually just did a realignment this year. So we just dropped um, down from, uh, we dropped from division one down to division two, uh, two years ago. And then this year they incorporated a division three. So based on our records and our performance and everything that's been going on, um, you know, we've now dropped down to division three. So we have, there are three divisions in division in, uh, with wrestling and the scholastic league. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, with that, we're going to be wrestling schools of the same sizes, um, same experience, caliper, uh, you, you know, so I'm hoping that we can build off of that. You know, we did have a good core last year. I graduated one senior, uh, Judea Belmonte. Um, he was one of our bigger guys. Uh, I do have, you know, eight or nine kids returning. Um, hopefully they all do return. You know, hopefully we do have a season. Yeah. Uh, um, there were... I want to say four or five middle schools that were supposed to come up um, this year. Um, you know, if they do come up and out, you know, I'm hoping I can, you know, fill a lineup. And uh, if so, you know, with a full lineup, you know, we, we're, we're contenders every year, you know, but it's just a matter of getting those bodies out there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's tough to say what's going to happen. You know, I, I, we've had four or five middle schools in the past that were supposed to come up and they got to the high school level. And they didn't either, they either didn't make the transition well from the middle school level to the high school level and they would quit or they went off the basketball. And I'm like, like what? I'm like, yeah. You wrestle middle school. <laughs> you going off the basketball for, you know, and they get cut for the team and then they wouldn't come off the wrestling. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever you, you know, say it, sport that you were doing the whole time. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's a demanding sport, you know, and, uh, you know, while some coaches will, you know, cut back on things and, and um, they'll cut back on their practice times or their drills or this or that. Um, you know, I'm not one who's going to sacrifice, you know, what the integrity of, of our program uh, for, you know, so that people will come out, you know I mean? You're either what you want to be out on the team or you don't want to be out on the team. Yeah. And that's one thing I told the guys, you know, the first practice, you know, I said, listen, uh, you know, don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. Don't waste the team's time. You know, don't come out just to say, Hey, I'm on the wrestling team. I said, you're out here to produce, you're out here to uh, compete and you're out here to put work in. And, you know, this is not an easy sport. Um, you know, it's not meant for everybody. Um, but if you're willing to stick it out and give me two weeks, 
you know, you will see it get easier and I guarantee you will see the benefits of what this sport has to offer. Um, you know, and most of them are pretty receptive to that. They give them two weeks and, you know, a lot of them, you know, they stick it out and that's, you know, when we move on to the season. Um, but like I said, going forward with the season, you know, we have a few spotlights uh, in our roster this year, Brian Garcia. Uh, he was a bubble boy the last two years as far as getting on the podium for placing. He uh, was one match from the, you know, he, he lost in the blood round two years in a row, um, which was heartbreaking because he's such a hard worker. Uh, he's going to be a senior this year. So, you know, I hope they have a season just for his sake because, yeah. you know, he will be one of the top guys in the state. And, um, you know, obviously uh, we had um, Jared's nephew, um, Zach, he come out, uh, Zach Coon. He had, uh, he came out for the sport this year as a freshman and, you know, he did exceptionally well phenomenal he's, a, he's an athlete you know 110 percent all the way through um just didn't know like about wrestling you know so he, he picked up on it pretty quick and you know so for his sake you know i hope the sport you know for all my wrestlers sake i hope the sport goes on you know but um you know those are two of our shining you know guys that, that should do well state-wise this year yeah uh, you know if they have a sectionals we don't know what they're going to do if they're going to have it if they're not going to have it obviously uh if they bring it back it's great because our younger guys will just get that much more wrestling experience going forward. And, you know, the top, I think it's top four will qualify for the States. I think that's what we determined uh, top five, top four would qualify for the state tournament and, and go from there. But again, we don't know if we're going to have tournaments, you know, based on this whole uh, COVID issue. So it's going to be up to this, you know, department of health, the interscholastic league. That's something that's kind of out of our hands. You know, we can make, you know, recommendations say, Hey, we've game planned this, this, and this and pass it along. Um, to the Nisclassy League and just, you know, keep our fingers crossed as to what, you know, what, what's going to happen. Yeah, and I, I hope you guys have a season, like you said, just for those kids' sake, especially, with, you know, senior Brian Garcia that you had mentioned. Um, I think it means a lot for those seniors out there that, you know, worked their butt off and had the chance to be top wrestlers in the state and, you know, just yeah. finish up their senior season that's, you don't want to end on a, because of a virus or a pandemic, which is, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's a long season. I mean, we go from the end of November till the end of uh, February. So, I mean, realistically, you know, even if we weren't till start till January, you know, we could still get our practice, you know, you know, even mid January, you know, yeah. we could still get all of our practice times in, um, get the guys in shape to where they need to be to compete. And I mean, 11 matches, I mean, that's not nothing too hard to kick off. I mean, we can do, you know, four try meets, you know, and get 12 matches in and, um, you know, and, and be done with it. So our four quads, three quads, or however we want to set it up and get it all done within the month of February and still get their season in. So hopefully that's something that's, you know, possible and, um, you know, we can kind of cram it all in worst case scenario. Yeah. And, you know, and get these guys their season in. Yeah, that'd be great. I hope so. I hope it works out for you guys. That's all I have for you today. I mean, this has been great. I uh, really enjoyed the conversation, you know, Fun. I actually, you know, we know each other for a while, so I haven't really, really yeah. talked to you about the wrestling <laughs> stuff before. So it's, it's awesome. I know you've been a coach there for a while, but it's cool to hear the insights and everything about that. And you taught me a couple of things about wrestling I had no idea about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, uh, you know, glad to have me on. I'm glad to be on. You know, it's, uh, like I said, when I saw you uh, reaching out, it's like, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. So, you know, um, you know, like I said, hopefully the season goes on and, you know, it's, everybody keeps asking me, how long do you keep coaching for? How long do you need to coach for? You know, it's like, you, you don't know. You know, it's, you know, like I said, wrestling is one of those love-hate sports. You know, as the season goes on, you're like, 
you know, oh my God, when's the season going to be over? When the season ends, you're like, oh, when's the season going to start again? You know, yeah. you look forward to starting and halfway through, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is such a long season. And this, you know, but it's, uh, you know, you love- hopefully, for the, hopefully for the foreseeable future, you know, I'll, I'll see my son through. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for him, though, we live in Ashway, so he'll be going to Charo. <laughs> yeah. But I'll yeah. find a way to the address for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a mailbox up somewhere. Yeah. We'll <laughs> <laughs> Friday Night Lights or something like that. Yeah. Up- <laughs> kid out there yeah that, that, that's awesome i mean you do a great job out there and i've heard like i mentioned before i've heard positive things always positive things and what great work you do with the kids and everything like that so it's it's awesome to you know see the line of work now to come to a couple matches this year I'm sure you and yeah you- yeah i'll get you the schedule let you know when it is and uh it's, yeah. it's definitely something that's it's different when uh if you don't know what the sport is, you're like, what the hell's going on? I get a lot of parents, they would ask me, you know, like, what's the referee doing? What is all this? You know, and he's throwing up points and I'm like, well, there's individual score, you know, and, you know, as I print out a little sheet here, this is your little cheat sheet, you know, to figure out what's going on, you know, and, uh, you know, by season's end, they kind of pick up on what's happening and stuff of that nature. But yeah, it's a very confusing sport watching it from like a, a uh, layman's, you know, perspective, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm used to the WWE wrestling where they bring up tables and chairs. <laughs> like, why are they doing that? But no, that's awesome. I mean, you do, you do great things. And I always hear, like I said, all these great things about you and everything that you're doing um, in Wesley. It's awesome. Wesley, so lucky to have you coach for a long time. And Yeah, no, I'm, I'm lucky to be doing it. You know, I'm lucky. I'm glad I got the opportunity, you know, uh, you know, out of high school, I didn't go to college, you know, and that's, you know, I look at it kind of like as, as a blessing. I'm like, listen, if I went to college, I probably wouldn't be coaching, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, I, it, so, you know, there's the, the pros and cons to everything. And this, you know, this just worked out very well. That's awesome. 27 years is a, a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you don't realize it, you know, you're like looking ahead, you're like, ah, you know, that's so far in the future, you know, and then you, you don't really realize how much time has passed by until, you see your wrestlers out and about, you know, like you're, you know, if you're out having a drink, you're out with dinner, at the bar, whatever it is you're doing, you know, and you see one of your wrestlers and you're like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. You mean I'm 23, you know? And then all of a sudden you see your past wrestlers, kids coming up through the youth program. It's like, or in the middle school program, like Casey Jarrett, you know, Casey wrestled for me, his son, you know, he's in the middle school this year. And I mean, he's a, his son's a phenomenal wrestler. Casey was, uh, he was our only wrestler to place in new England. Uh, he placed his uh, senior year six. Um, you know, state championships through the youth program. And, uh, you know, now he's entered the middle school program. So it's like, holy cow, you know, it's like my wrestlers kids are now wrestling, you know, it's just like, wow, where does it go? It goes by fast. It's crazy. That's, that's crazy. I think you had mentioned that to me before we did this interview. Like, I think that Jared's meet, he mentioned you're doing 27 years. And I was like, wow, I can't, I can't believe that it's 27 years of just yeah that's just so much your passion though how much you love it and how much you keep doing what you're doing yeah yeah you know it, and that's um that's the thing like I said, i'll keep doing as long as i can you know or, or until the wife tells me you know <laughs> she's very good and very supportive about it um you know it is a it is taxing on the home life you know between work and you know going to practice and you got kids and you know so it, it does take more than just me you know it's uh you know, the wife's very supportive about that. Robin does, um, you know, takes on a lot extra burden. You know, it, it, you know, the season does put a burden on, on the, on the home life for coaches and you know, yeah. she does pick up a lot of that for me. So I'm you know, uh, thankful for her and thankful for the support that she gives, um, you know, and like I said, you know, you take a one year at a time when you get, you know, as you're going along and you, you know, and you, you see where it takes you. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Al, that's, this has been a lot of fun. I can't wait to have you back on 
during when the season gets going, hopefully we can do something. And then, uh, you know, I'll definitely be at a couple of matches. And then yeah, we may have to do something with you and Din, talk about some good stories. Maybe you, Din, and Jared, all three of you guys could share some stories about Yeah, I, Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, definitely got to get, uh, get Jib on. He's, yeah. uh, like I said, he's, he was, uh, we coached together for quite a while. Like I said, outside of his, uh, you know, his wrestling stories and coaching stories, you know, we, uh, we put some time into, we got some good stories, I'm sure. And, uh, for you and <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know if we can tell them all, but <laughs> we'll, we'll cut some stuff that we have to cut out. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll turn the recording off and tell you them privately. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it'd be a cool round table to do something like that with the three of you guys and, you know, just talk with you guys. It'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. But thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, Coach. I really appreciate your time and uh, having you on, and I'll definitely talk to you soon. All right, boy. You take care. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. That was my interview with Coach Al Gatchon. Great interview with Coach Gatchon and speaking with him. Just a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. He is a good friend of mine, so it was really cool to talk to him about wrestling and learn so much from him about wrestling. I have nothing, know nothing much about wrestling, but it was really cool. Can't wait for this season to get going and can't wait to show up to a couple uh, matches as well. Uh, on Wednesday, we have a great interview coming up for you guys with Bryant Women's uh, basketball coach, Coach Mary Burke. A lot of fun speaking with Coach Burke. Really enjoy that uh, conversation with her. And like I said, three episodes uh, coming out this week. So Wednesday will be with Bryant Women's uh, basketball coach, Coach Mary Burke. I will see you guys on Wednesday. Have a great day.